Hello, everybody. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode 165. The creator. Not Tyler. Just the creator. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is a Gareth Edwards original directed and written. Wrote it with Chris Weitz. 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 They never write. They never really write him alone, unless you're a, uh, uh, what's his name, Terminator guy. Oh, uh, Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. He's like the only guy I know that like writes everything alone. Mm-hmm. I don't need any help. <laughs> um, budget eighty million. Box office five point six million. It's it's it's, it's, it's kind of slow right now. Yeah. I've heard you know marketing was low because of the all the strikes and stuff and uh <laughs> paw patrol is kind of <laughs> yeah killing it. i went to the theater and it was kind of busy and then i get in there and i went to a 7 30 showing so it's kind of late and uh just a bunch of kids with paw patrol buckets and stuff i was like oh they're all here for paw patrol <laughs> yeah right on <laughs> and saw x i saw that saw x i think made more money than the creator did i was like damn I, I guess it's like October ish, yeah. Go see your Saw movie, yeah. I stopped those at about two or three. So I yeah, like I think I've only seen the first more. three. Yeah. Want to play a game? <laughs> I like that that poster with the tubes on the eyes. There's two yeah. rats about to eat your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what will you do? Oh my god. <laughs> I like how this guy was dying of cancer. And he's still fucking, he's just around. I didn't die. Yeah. Now I'm just take delight <laughs> almost, <laughs> you know, and torturing people. I, uh, I like the story of it though. I, I mean, I didn't, when Saw X was announced, I was like, okay, whatever. They've been making this so long. I don't care. And then I saw somebody describe what the movie is. I don't know if you know, I don't know if it's in the trailer and I haven't watched it, but it's like between it's before is it between one and two or before one but he's like going in to get his treatment and the doctors like fuck him over and because they fucked him over they become the victims so it like spawns this his whole thing it's like an origin story for jigsaw it's like how we got started yeah. so he like tortures yeah, these doctors that fucked him over origin. so he's like the protagonist of the movie <laughs> like that's kind of that's kind of interesting hmm well this uh Gareth Edwards, so he did Godzilla, the good one, mm-hmm. 2014. That one's really good. Sequels and all that shit are kind of whack. Yeah. I think there's only one sequel and then the fighting one. Right? There's oh, a second yeah. Godzilla and then the Kong one? Yeah, Godzilla, World of Monsters, King of Monsters or something, and then there was yeah. Kong versus Godzilla. All of a sudden, Brian Cranston's gone. Mm-hmm. Hey, we don't need him. Yeah, it wasn't very good. And then he also did Rogue One, of course. So he's got a pretty cool pedigree here. And he wanted to do an original science fiction movie. And this is what we got. Citing references to Apocalypse Now, Baraka, mm-hmm. Blade, Blade Runner. I see a lot of Blade Runner in it. Totally. Akira. I see a lot of Akira in it. Rain Man. I don't know where the Rain Man <laughs> comes from. But uh, yeah, yeah. AI. Definitely AI. Uh, the hit. <laughs> E.T., the extraterrestrial, and Paper Moon. Uh, what do we have here? The yeah, started in like 2019. Signed on to direct untitled science fiction project for New Regency. Uh, along with Edwards, 
Rogue One a Star Wars story. So did he did he write Rogue One? Yeah, him and the guy who wrote this, they they co-wrote that huh. together too. Right on. Usually they don't let you do too much writing in the Star Wars universe, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so it's uh uh starts off. I like the freaking nineteen fifties uh newsreel. Yeah. Uh AI now. AI has become a large part of our lives, helping us uh cook, clean, and do just about any task. Faster, mm-hmm. better, and more efficient than before. <laughs> it's got these robots doing dishes and stuff. You know, taking care of the children and all this. And that was a little weird though. I was like, okay, well, uh, does this go with this movie? Yeah, it, it worked. It worked somehow. It was kind of fun. Um, but AI, of course, everyone knows, like Terminator launched a nuke against us, and it hit LA, and I don't know when some year, and they've been in a war ever since. But China and like a couple Asian countries have formed a union, the Asian Union or something, and they support AI, and they are harboring all these. What? what they're not. They're not called replicants, are they? Or simulants or what? Simulants, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's simulants. Yeah, they're and basically they're, yeah, they're yeah. not at war with robots. I think America is the only country that's that's declared war. Um, at least that's what I got out of it. So, so we're trying to hunt all of them down, all a all a Blade Runner, and they still have them work there and all this crap. And so we're in the midst of a war. And we built this ridiculous floating uh, weapon. What the hell do they call that thing? Nomad, I think. The Nomad. Yeah. Yeah, and it just flies around and destroys shit. And it has this weird light. It shines down, which is visually cool. But that's at the time, I'm like, it's like shining down and shooting missiles. I'm like, you could just shoot the missile. I feel like you're just, you're above it. You don't need this super <laughs> super targeting system when you're just hovering right above something. Right. You know? Makes more sense if you're really far away, but it looks cool because it's always projecting this big blue like yeah, over the ground and it kind of morphs over landscape. Yeah, like, yeah rotates and uh, yeah, I think visually that's one of my favorite parts, that, just from a visual standpoint, because it's kind of ominous. Like when you see that, like from the perspective of someone on the ground, you see this fucking hologram coming towards the village you live in. It's just like, Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah. That's a cool, yeah, once cool idea. Once it locks on you, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of times it happens in the movie. Like one of those robots is, no, oh, no, <laughs> it locks yeah. onto him and he has to run away from the children. <laughs> Blow up. <laughs> so it was in 2050 artificial intelligence created by the U S government detonates a nuclear warhead over Los Angeles, California. Uh, U.S. and its Western allies pledged to eradicate AI from the Earth. Their efforts are resisted by New Asia, a country in Southeast Asia whose people continue to embrace AI despite outcry from the West. U.S. military launches an extensive military campaign. So we start off with uh, our main uh, character whose name I'm forgetting. Uh, Joshua. Joshua, and he's by the Played by Washington, the guy from Tenet. Mm-hmm. It's the only other thing I've really seen him in. Uh, yeah, John David Washington. And he is like married to this lady, uh, Maya. Yeah, Maya. Maya, yeah. And uh, they're working with 
robots, and it's got the Ken Watanabe as Haran, and uh, he's like the main kind of simulant that we'll see throughout it. And they're working together, and like all of a sudden that that big thing flies over, and it's like scanning. Oh no, they're here! They have found us, and uh, they're getting hunted down. And then during part of it, you see um, Joshua on the phone. And he's like, well, you're going to blow my cover. What are you doing? Uh, he's not here. What's the name of the Nermata? The, the U.S. is looking for – in the beginning, it has a little quote like Nermata and then it says what it means. And it's like the the uh, mystical creator of all AI revered as a god and some other stuff by simulants, mm-hmm. right? And so that's who they're looking for. Um. And he says, no, he's not here. I'm about to get you to him. You're blowing my cover. And then his wife, uh, Maya, is at the bottom of the stairs. And Oh, shit. She heard me. And so he's like an undercover agent. But he, she's pregnant with his kid. And like they're in love and married. And so she, she like leaves. Right? Does she shoot him? She has a gunpoint, yeah, yeah, and then she decides not to, and she just kind of runs out and runs away while there's like a battle happening out outside. Yeah, and they all get on boats. It's like, come on, dude! But you, you thought the, and they're like these little, they're like future rickshaw boats. Yeah, almost like Blade Runner, where the Chinese restaurant boat, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like a floater, but it's like old Chinese boat, so slow. That's kind of like what these are, but they're actually on water. I think they levitate over the water, but they're late. they're like really slow sailboat type things, and they're like get trying to get away when they know the damn, uh, the floating fucking thing. It's like yeah. shooting blue light Pimp down, <laughs> yeah, and it just obliterates all the boats. And then, uh, so what? He wakes up, I think, after that. Right, some some years later. Yeah, five, five years. years later. Yeah, I think yeah. the the opening, if I remember right, the opening was twenty sixty five. So then the rest of the movie, I think it said five years later. So the rest of the movie is, takes place in twenty seventy. Yeah. Uh, and so they come to him, saying they found Namata, Nirmata. And uh, they want him to join. I don't really remember why he needs to specifically. I think it's because because... it's in the same area that he was undercover. Like they found some sort of underground, you know, lab or something in the area that he was undercover. But and also they have a hologram evidence that Maya is alive. So that's kind of the catalyst that. Because he's like, fuck you. I I lost my wife. I lost all this shit. I ain't. uh -uh, I don't give a fuck. And they're like, oh, well, I got one more thing for you. Maya's dead. What if I told you she might not be? This footage was taken two days ago Mm -hmm. by by hologram satellites. (laughs) (laughs) It can't be. So, yeah, that that's what gets them to to go. And then we I think we just smash cut right into the the spaceship with all the soldiers and we're kind of getting ready for the raid. Yeah. And they send like this really bullshit crew. It's like what six people? Yeah, 
and the giant facility and they go down and it's like this oh it's like oh they're wrong there's no facility here it's just a fucking farming town just a bunch of farmers like, what the fuck happened what happened to the city <laughs> like putting guns in the farmers faces and the dog and, uh, <laughs> he puts oh, a gun yeah, to the yeah. dog i'm like oh man come on yeah there's a little family and he's like is this your dog it's like a little asian girl He's like, you want to fucking kill this dog? Yeah. No, but y'all done. They're all speaking <laughs> Chinese, and, and they got this translating box. Like, no, we are poor farmers. No one is here. <clears throat> and all this kind of shit. That's bullshit. And uh, what, did it, did, what's his name? Joshua. During all of this, he seems per perturbed by the dog being yeah uh having a gun but he doesn't say anything he's just like well i'm gonna hurry up and find where it is so he doesn't hurt the dog yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rather than say hey man uh. dog didn't do anything man <laughs> <laughs> he goes over this like resident evil shrine it, remi it reminded me of a shrine in like resident evil village yeah totally turn the call Mm -hmm. Do the puzzle. Mm, yeah. <laughs> check my notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then a uh, fucking thing opens in the ground. I can't really, you know, it's like, oh, is this a, is this a fucking farm, bitch? <laughs> like, <laughs> throws the dog or something. So I go in there and, uh, you know, it's strange to me. There's like no ladder down in there. So they're like repelling and it's like a big ass, like 20 feet down. I was like, damn, how are they going to get out? And they got to, like, leave one person up there to guard, like, the hundreds of villagers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, like, five people go in. And I was like, dude, this is the wrong size crew for this. And mm -hmm. they get in there, and you get, it's like, just like a fucking airplane warehouse, dude. It's like, how Huge. are you going to cover this much ground with the five dudes? Yeah. And then and they're going around, and it's almost it, it almost reminded me of, like, the basement in the – they clone Tyrone. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just, just a bunch yeah, of scientists right. running around. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just they're just doing their own thing, and then, and then all of a sudden, yeah, <laughs> just, just murdering everybody. everybody. <laughs> and you can tell he's kind of perturbed by that. The Joshua guy, he's like, I thought we we're here to get robots, and like you know, yeah. these are all humans, and they're all shooting the shit out of them. And uh, there's this one scene where they shoot this guy, and then there's like a couple Asian scientists with them and then they shut a door between the soldier and them. And it's like, open that fucking door. And they're all helping the screaming and helping the shot guy on the ground. And they have the, the translator box. And it's like, make love to your mother. Oh yeah. Make love to your mother. Yourself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make love to your mother. Make love to yourself. <laughs> make love to yourself. <laughs> You'll never get in. You'll never get in. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, yeah, and then there's like, then the police start to show up outside, and we got the 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 lady who kind of orchestrated the whole thing. What the fuck was she from? I just remember her her being Juno's mom. Remember that movie Juno in like the early two thousands? That was that's the yeah. Only, she's been in a lot of things, but that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. Anyways, her, um, the cops come and they're all robots. <laughs> You know, got the big heads, and they talk, but and they talk, and their jaw moves. They have this little robot mandible. It's like that didn't make sense to me. It's like, well, why do you have to have a jaw? You're not a simulant. Yeah, you're just a you're. You could just uh, you could just speak. We don't need your uh, mouth to open. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was weird. Freeze! You're under arrest. 
Just have a Bose speaker that has a nice <laughs> yeah. bass, some good treble, and you're good. It's, it's just got some cool like equalizer shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't compute. Uh, yeah, so they're shooting. I'm going to need backup now. Well, we only brought five fucking people, and we're all down here with the hundreds of bad guys. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe we should have thought of this. Um, She's getting fucked up. I think there's another guy that gets fucked up at the village. Um, yeah, then they're like, uh, Josh was like, oh, I think I found the room. It's a giant, it's a giant fucking, uh, door. It's very sealed. Yeah. It's very, very nice. <laughs> they're like, well, the weapon's got to be in there. Oh yeah. Cause they're going to get the ultimate weapon, right? Yeah. Yamada, I guess has created an ultimate weapon that would end the war for the, the robots and humankind will be ruined forever will be extinct. That's the whole purpose of all this. Not just to find Nermada anymore, but to, to get this weapon. Um, And I don't remember, how does he get into that door? They're like, there's a, I don't, like when they're at the door, there's a lot, a lot of radio chatter. And so the, the leader of the crew, I don't remember his name. Uh, I'm looking at IMDb. His name is McBride, but he's like the bearded, disheveled guy. And he's like, hey, the three of us are going to go up there for backup. You two stay here. And one of those guys that stays with Joshua is already hacking that door. He has like a little device that he like plugs oh, in yeah, the yeah. thing and it's like running through the numbers. And then the guy leaves for some reason. He's like, I got to go do something. But he's like, but don't go in there without me. And so he leaves. Now Joshua's sitting there and the numbers connect and then the door opens. And yep. then uh, that's when we get Joshua going in. Uh <sighs> And we get him going into a giant, like, empty, cold metal room. But in the center of the room, there's, like, a little uh, old CRT, like, TV. Mm -hmm. And, like, some other accoutrements, like, snacks. A couple fruit roll-ups. Yeah. Uh, toys on the animal. ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, a, a little blanket that the, someone's sitting on like a child and he comes up and it's a simulant child and he seems uh off put by this and we don't know till a little bit later but they don't make children and they couldn't for some reason and never have but this one's a child and it's watching tv and uh from what i remember he just picks her up and leaves yeah i think there's a scientist that just coincidentally what happens to be in the room she's like covered in blood she shoots joshua and then she's like hey oh, yeah, go yeah. to armada and then like there's a hatch that opens and there's a ladder and then i think alfie goes up by herself and the doctor just walks <laughs> just runs away doesn't do anything else just shows up to shoot him and walk away and then i think joshua at that point uh tries to chase her down um and then i think when he gets up oh yeah during this whole time they're like oh we got nomads gonna blow up the village blow up the the base um and we can't stop it because we lost communication so there's like this ticking time clock where everyone needs to get out of the all the soldiers the five soldiers needs to get out of the area before nomad um destroys it so by the time he gets out of it i think nomad has already like locked on and is starting to shoot down at it yeah so he gets her and escapes and there's some some banter in between. He's trying to talk to her, but she speaks Chinese or something. And I think his translator thing has got fucked up or something. He's having trouble communicating. Um, 
Is it that that point that she starts speaking English for some reason? I don't think it's till a little, a little later on because they they find a a house like this little village house where he he has his buddy the guy who unlocked the room he's like shot to shit and he's like barely alive so he's like carrying that guy and and um and walking with uh, Alfie and they find this little village in this uh field and uh at that point i don't think she's speaking english yet cuz he's trying to he's like trying to communicate you know the complexity of death and he he says like oh i'm just turning it off I don't remember what it was, but oh, it was the TV or something? I'm just turning it off because <clears throat> she keeps wanting to watch TV in that little house. Um, and then they get raided by the police. This fucking like awesome like dome-headed police force that shows up yeah. to those. So that was kind of cool. And we realize that she can control other robots, all yeah. of Terminator Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she's like, mm, turn the TV back on. <laughs> but she has to be very close because her powers are still growing. You know, and I don't know if they're implying that like she's gonna grow into like an adult too. I I didn't quite understand that part. Um, but yeah, and the police come, and I remember there's like a right. They're getting away on those cool little ships, like the fucking Halo type landing vehicles mm-hmm. coming down. And I remember they're getting away, and there's a couple of times these grenades happen. There's like sticky grenades. Someone shoots someone oh, in the back, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then he gets on, and then they realize, oh shit, no, get it <laughs> off, get it off. Like one of the ship goes, uh, pretty cool. I mean, graphically, this is impressive. I like all this looks really good. The ships, uh, it's a really cool Blade Runner esque future. Not as dirty mm-hmm. or as dingy as Blade Runner, but it's in that vein, I guess the lived-in future. Um, yeah, it looked really good. All the robots look really good. Um, <clears throat> even the simulants where they, you know, pull out CGI out part of your head and put in some robot stuff. That looks all really good. It's got a big budget, obviously. Dude, it's so. insane that this was made for $80 million. It is in. I, I was just in awe the whole moment. I was like, God damn this. I mean, you, we uh, everyone talked about The Flash and how spotty that was. I think that movie was made for, I would imagine, $200 million, $300 million budget. This was 80 the fraction of that, and it looks like <laughs> so much better. It does make it does mean the world when you actually go on location and, and shoot things. Um, I understand that it's easier to just have your actors around a green screen room thing. And not, Disney uses, a, I forget the technology, they use it on Andor, but that looks pretty good. But it really does mean like everything when you actually go on location. It just I don't know, it feels like a living, breathing world, not just an artificial you know, thing that you're watching. Yeah, and I could tell that a, everything they could do practical was like parts of mm. ships, small vehicles that you can do practical were practical. Obviously, the big ships weren't and stuff like that, but I could tell, like, oh, yeah, that's a real little thing. And mm-hmm. so that looked really good. Uh, and so basically, now the movie shifts to him being with the girl on the run because well, he refused to turn her in, yeah, to the U.S. because he wants to find his wife, yeah, and uh she knows like he shows her the the photo of her and she's like oh mama or something 
Yeah, and she draws the tattoo that Maya has on the back of her neck. He's like, where did you see this? Yeah. The OCP tattoo. Mm. (laughs) It looks like (laughs) Omni Computer Products logo from Robocop. Where'd you see this OCP logo? Uh, Yeah, so he's got her now. That's all he cares about, so he's not turning her in. And so he's on the run, wanted fugitive everywhere. Like, uh, so by the U.S. and by the coalition of asia because they want the the robot back and uh so it becomes that and at some point she starts speaking english he's like oh you speak english now yeah and then she's like uh oh i always you never asked it's like a rush hour moment (laughs) (laughs) yeah i couldn't uh, tell if she was like been processing the language like she's a you know art like very advanced technology so maybe she's just like you know consuming english and so she learns and that's that was my take on it but it doesn't, doesn't yeah. she doesn't explicitly say how she knows english but oh yeah, and then what's her name and then she's like gives off some a you know alphanumeric code a seven seven two one eight three he's like yeah we gotta change that you you go your name is alfie yeah <laughs> or it was, it was it was something silly it was a uh, candy or something oh, you like no, candy no, yeah yeah yeah, he's like, what do you like? Candy? Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do something else. Alfie. <laughs> oh, hell no. Uh yeah, so do 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 do. I can't remember their quest goes. Um somehow they get some more information about where she might be, right? Yeah, I think the the events are they are trying to get to his friend um, who works somewhere in the city. I don't remember what his job was, but he looked like it was like a manufacturing plant for AI. Um, And then we find out that his friend gave Joshua a ring when he was before he would go undercover and said, hey, before you go undercover, use this ring, put it on her and then we can track her at all times. And so I think they use that old tracking device for the ring to find out where Maya is. Um, and then there's like an assault on the where Joshua and Alfie are by the cops, I think. Um, and then they they use the tracker. They go back to the house that we begin at where he was undercover where the raid happens and it's all like blown to shit. And um, and then the. Uh, what's her name? Whatever the the faction that is that is holding maya um shows up ken watanabe shows up shoots the friend which i thought was kind of silly because the friends like as he's dying I, something i never told you bro maya is actually armada one more time I'm like uh, <laughs> why didn't you tell me this before like why did we come all the way that's, out here you let me in the that's, why we, chase. <laughs> that's why we had to blow your cover uh, as a, as a, uh, we had to it was her the whole time. <laughs> God damn it! Well, appa- apparently the uh, Arama- or Nirmada, it was her father, but we find out like it's now her because he died. Yeah, it's like general. It can be passed down. Like Nirmada isn't necessarily the her person who created the AI because it's now her, mm-hmm. and theoretically it would be her child after that. And we also find out that like she made this Alfie um shows her like working on a 
obviously it's like can grow because she's working on like a fucking fetus in a in a like a death stranding thing it's like in a little jar she's yeah. like got little tools in there working on this little baby uh fetus in a womb but it's got the hole in the head and it's a robot um yeah i forget who tells him there's like a little exposition about alfie oh, god I, I wish i could remember who tells joshua but the 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 idea is that Alfie will grow, and as it grows, it will get smarter to the point where it can just um, it can communicate with all technology and do whatever it wants with any technology technology throughout the world. I think that was the ultimate goal. But yeah, someone says that Alfie will grow. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And uh... oh, and he finds out that it was like based on the child that they lost. I don't know how they lost a child. I guess she lost a child in the explosion, but she didn't die. And so he finds out it's like his daughter, I guess. But this guy's black and this kid looks very much just Asian. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Let's <laughs> roll with it, I guess. <laughs> um Yeah, and then where are they uh the final encounter takes place on the giant space station right yeah the nomad yeah oh it's on the nomad yeah well there's like two big action set pieces there's like where the the cops um the cops show up at this village um which is an awesome set piece it was like there's like a bridge and there's like these fucking bombers they're like running down this bridge there's like this whole action scene where the cops roll in with these huge tanks um, that was fucking badass. Uh, and then from there, they they go to where um, God uh, Nermada is or Maya is. This like this other village with this huge, you know, base thing at the top of this mountain. And then that's when we kind of learn more information. And then um, the cops show up again, and then take Alfie and. Uh, I think they beat up Joshua or they knock him out or something. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, and then we so get to the Nomad time, after that, yeah. <clears throat> by the time we're on Nomad, he's got a plan. He's got an explosive to put on there. He has to destroy Nomad because there's no way uh, the AI can survive with it or something. And they're about to do their full-scale assault on every remaining AI stronghold. They're just going to bomb them all in hopes to end it and uh so they're up there i can't remember the situation right uh there's something they're trying to like kill alfie he goes over there and whispers something to her and uh so she i don't remember but then they remember, and they go back and look at the footage and it's like, well, what did he say to her? Look at the footage. Pull it up. Like, <laughs> like literally minutes afterwards, they're like, all of a sudden, want to check it out. And he's like, what do you say? It's like, uh, stand by, not off. Yeah, stand by, <laughs> not off. Yeah. <clears throat> so she pretended to be dead so she could wake up. And they find, or she finds, Alfie finds, uh, the simulant of the Maya on the ship, 
Oh, didn't she find the? Oh yeah, we 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 end up finding out the real Maya has been in a coma the whole time, like since yeah. the, since the explosion. Then when did she make this little embryo baby? Like the t- timeline seems a little strange. Like, did she make the embryo baby and then implant it in herself, and that was the baby? Because they said she's in this coma ever since the explosion. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't understand the timeline on when Alfie yeah, was made. I think that she was building Alfie while they were together and he just didn't know. Because there is some dialogue somewhere in there where he was saying, like, we both had our secrets. We both were doing things behind each other's backs, but we still loved each other. And there was something along those lines that indicated that she had been working on Alfie uh, while they were together. He just didn't know. <clears throat> Yeah, so he finds out she's she's there at some robot AI. It's like a temple place. or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like a fucking Jedi temple. It's got the little lizards from like Last Jedi or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the robots and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just hooked up to all this machinery. And he's like, "Who's Alf?" He's like, "Wake her up, uh, stand by," or you know, all this weird shit. Um, and they, she's been there for like five years, and they, because they can't hurt humans. Yeah, they're not allowed to kill humans, and then they, they tell him that you know, the nuclear bombing was just a a mistake. It was coded, so the humans code the robots, and we just do it. It's coded, and it was a mistake by humans, and it wasn't our fault. And we're like, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> and so they can't kill humans. But uh, it seems like they've been killing humans through this movie, as far as I remember. <laughs> all the, all the cops At least the police can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> They're blasting people, so I don't know where the fuck all of a sudden the, the OCP three rules come into play. Mm-hmm. You know, never harm a human. Or then that's that. That's the what movie is that? The AI rules. It was is that I Robot? The, the Will Smith one? Yeah, it's I Robot. Three tenants. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, um, yeah. So he's pulling a lot of stuff from a lot of these movies. It's pretty cool. And so, yeah. Unfortunately, we can't unplug her because we can't hurt a human. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh shit, I can." Yeah. He's like, "Fucking <laughs> 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 flips the switch." He just flips it, and then she dies. Um, making I don't know, making the kid Nermada. I don't know. How it passed down after that. But point is, they got to go blow up the Nomad. They're going up there. Oh, yeah. And right after, oh, there was a really cool scene where remember the one of the guys dies but from the cop. And they they have this thing where they can download your yeah. brain. That was cool. But he'd been dead for a couple hours. Like, oh, he's been dead for a couple hours. It's only going to last about 30 seconds. So they download his brain. And then they pop the chip in to a robot. And so it's the dead guy's thoughts. What happened? It's like, calm down. You're dead. There's nothing we could do about it now. We don't, there's not much time. Where do yeah. they go? Where are they going? He's yeah. Freaking out. Keeps <laughs> looking over at, at his body, dude. And yeah. like, tell my wife, fuck your wife. Yeah. God damn it. Stay focused. <laughs> 20 seconds. <laughs> He's just yeah. freaking out. That was cool. Yeah, that was really cool. And so they established that. You have to be either alive or super freshly dead for this technique to work properly. And so they download Maya's right there after they 
right after they unplug it. So now they got her on a chip. And uh, so when they go up to the Nomad and she finds the Maya simulant, which I presume there's a lot of them because you see a couple yeah. doubles. Like once you make one of that, sim, you know, it's like Terminator. There's yeah. a couple of the Arnolds running around. So they find her and they plug the chip in. And what it didn't... It didn't work or something? Yeah, it didn't work right away. I think Alfie's trying to reboot Maya, but it doesn't... Like, cause yeah. it's like You gotta hurry up and, and destroy the, the ship before the missiles hit all the base. You know, so that she's like doing stuff. So she kind of like runs away and leaves Maya's, you know, AI corpse there. Yeah, with the chip in there. It's gonna be like downloading or something. I don't know. <clears throat> And then, uh, did it, did it, you know, people are evacuating, shit's going down. I don't exactly remember what was happening. Like, why was he stuck there? It's like something wrong with the door. Yeah. Right on on the, the escape it's the escape pod. Yeah. Where he can't get in it. I don't know. It's malfunctioning, and it's a. Uh, He's just he's trying and she's trying. And then eventually I think he's just like, fuck it. He's like, go. Yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> You're gonna be on your own now. And then uh I don't remember. There's some dialogue there that word we should remember because it was supposed to be really heartfelt, but I don't yeah. remember. It was, the whole like, hand uh, on the hand on oh, the glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that shit. Hand on the glass. I love you. And then, and then I love you. Uh and she says, I love you. And then they, you get a really cool shot of the Yeah. <laughs> you know, the classic uh, docking shot where someone gets smaller. Just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. And so he's like, oh, fuck. He starts walking around the ship, just waiting to die. You know, he's like walking. Shit's blowing up. And he goes to the, the like, it was like where they're growing crops, where the Maya replicant, I want to, I'm just replicants, a nicer word. Yeah. Yeah. Simulant <laughs> where she was. And, uh, they see each other, Maya, Joshua. And then she like hated Joshua though. When they yeah. left, you know, they left on such terrible terms. And it's not like she had a chance to change that. Cause she was, you know, but all's forgiven, you know, she's out and they run and hug and, what I want to know is like, why were you just like standing here in this field, motherfucker? You mm-hmm. could have helped us. <laughs> you know, you could have done something. Standing <laughs> here. But anyways, they they hug and embrace, and the thing blows up. And uh, I think there's a little. Is there a little bit about how AI is now accepted or something? Or does it just end right there? Yeah, I think we get like. Um some cel- celebration from the from the ground of like see the nomad crash down and fire and everyone's like yeah and then you see alfie's pod just do 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 and then she, she gets out i love that there's like little things that i love just from a visual standpoint like because all there's all these missiles going to these bases right and because they shut the nomad off they malfunction and you have this cool wide shot where you see this missile mm. flying there's a doom doom and it's like fucking massive and it's just like rolling across the field i was like that was pretty cool 
like it can't just blow up on its own yeah like without the nomad it's it's worthless it's still a missile yeah. <laughs> you know i feel like it blow up when it hits the ground yeah but it just fucking it's like the size of a tr- fucking train yeah that's huge uh yeah that's about it and alfie gets out of the pod looks up and smiles cut to black you see the forced ghost of the the mom and dad right on um yeah it sucks that this movie probably won't do that well in this climate because i really liked it this thing was pretty cool man it's you know, we don't get very many good original sci-fi movies. Yeah. Um, it's got interesting things twist throughout it, and it's just like a you want you want to know more about all this world. Like you could do a couple movies in this totally in this universe yeah. easily. Um, you just want to know more. Everything was engaging, even though it wasn't like overly exciting. It's just interesting, and you wanted to know a little more, so you're you're on the ride the whole time, even if it's not like what you might think a movie like this would be, like just nonstop explosions and stuff. There's a lot of um, mellower parts that still keep you engaged. It does have the big explosions and stuff, though. Um, but just a good, um, unique sci-fi movie written by the guy who's directing it it just doesn't really happen anymore yeah and it's so cool and refreshing and old school and reminded me of all the great sci-fi movies of the past that we enjoy um i think this is probably going to be looked upon as one of those maybe someday we'll see time will tell um but yeah i thought it was just amazing fun visually looked awesome and it had some heart and punch. Like, you know what's good when at the end, the two, you know, main characters die. We're not looking for the happy ending bullshit. That's not how life goes. The fucking main dudes die. The kid grows up alone. That's a that's a cold AI world we live in. And that's it was pretty cool. Refreshing. Most people are afraid to to end movies like that anymore. Um, so I really liked it. I Eight point five. Nice. Eight point five. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'm basically just going to echo and agree with what you just said. I mean, from a visual standpoint, you know, it's just incredible. It, it does remind me of like old Cameron stuff, uh, practical effects, you know, with visual effects on location. Um, some awesome ideas, a lot of Blade Runner in there, a lot of Blade Runner 2049. Um, just cool sci-fi stuff that we just don't get a lot of and unique ideas like swapping brain memories to swapping into AIs. And there's a lot of like cool AI stuff in here and ideas and themes about how we as a society think about AI and all that I think landed well with me. Um, but I would say that the visuals and world building did a lot of heavy lifting. Um, I will admit that the emotional core of the movie didn't quite land with me as maybe the movie wanted me to. Um, I feel like I could have done more with Joshua and Alfie's relationship. I feel like 
the relationship kind of gets sidelined for a lot of the movie where something like uh something similar like logan or last of us where like those properties spend a lot of time with those two characters so that when we get to the end it's a, a very emotional thing well the last of us yeah. is not really emotional but um but I just felt like the goodbye scene didn't hit me as as much as maybe the movie wanted me to. Um, it is sad, but I wasn't just like, oh, my God. Um, and I kind of wanted it to. Like, I wanted to be in that moment and, just, you know, get the, the eyes welling up. But it just didn't. I was just like, eh. You know, I just wish we spent more time with them. Um, so I thought that was pretty unfortunate. But like I said, the visuals and, and world building are just off the charts for an 80 million budget movie. And the action set pieces are incredible. The one I had already talked about where the cops raid that village and there's like this bridge sequence where Ken Watsonabe is trying to protect and all these cool ideas. Um, the Nomad set piece is really fun. Um, I love this. I love when they're, they, they're supposed to take a plane to the moon, which is like we didn't, that's just a cool little thing they slid in there that we're on the moon or you can take a, a plane to the moon now. But um, Alfie like takes over it through her little AI yeah, control that, thing. And that that was scene cool. was also to me very Total Recall. Yeah, where well, they're trying to get him at like the spaceport. It's very mm -hmm. Total Recall. She's trying to go to get on a shuttle to the moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I love the. Uh, I know where to say this, but just to reiterate, I love the idea of the Nomad, like this fucking massive ship that just like hovers over the new Asia, but this fucking hologram haunting hologram thing that like destroys. I thought that was a cool idea. And I love the first time you see it. I think the film opens. It's like this wide shot of a beach. You see the water come in and out of nowhere, like 50 troops yeah. just come out of the water with lights. And then you see this hologram in the background. I'm like, what the, f this is weird and cool. I love this. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I can't stress enough how, how visually amazing this movie is. Um, but again, I think the emotional stuff didn't quite work with me. It didn't really land with me that much. Um, so for me, I think it's just a solid eight. I think it's. I think people should go watch it. It's very fun. Um, a lot of cool ideas that you don't really see. And um, yeah, man, it was it was great. I liked it. Eight. Eight point five and an eight. All right, man, go check it out in theaters now. Uh, if you can tear your ass away from Paw Patrol for a second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You got this, and if you tear your ass away from Star X, it's about family. Yeah. Star X. <laughs> um, then go check it out. Uh, as always, we appreciate having you. Uh, you can always check us out on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, and we're always here on YouTube. We love having you come by. We seriously appreciate it. Please like and subscribe, and come hang out with us every Sunday. Uh, and until the next piece, we're gonna say peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>